2: Adjacent?
3: You're listening to the Sports Adjacent.
1: Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today, adjacent.
3: With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network.
1: We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent.
4: I apologize to my mom at least twice a show. Thank you. (laughs) Do you ever tell her that uh, I also am sorry? Yeah, I'm just like, Jason always feels bad. And I'm just like, well, it should be Tony that feels bad most of the time. Why what? should I feel bad? Because you start everything. With yeah. Right. For, we've do been it again. doing Don't this worry. podcast. Do we've been doing this podcast for seven months, Tony. Mm-hmm. And there's not one time I or Jason have walked to the the edge of the cliff willingly. <laughs> You're like slowly oh, no. us. You're slowly poking us yes. over there, and you're like, yeah. oh, is that a squirrel? Boom, and, like, push us off. Yeah.
2: No, <laughs> look, at his, look at his face, Russ. Look at his face There's
5: right now. Run. It's the same face. He always makes the same face when you're trying to tell him to stop doing something. It's always this little, like, fighting back a smirk where he, he knows exactly why we're mad. And he's just like, really, why? <laughs> With no Doing parachute. it right now. You have such a punchable face, you really do, Tony.
4: He does. You have well, like not a, all the time. Jake, you're like the Jay Cutler of uh, production.
5: Yeah, not not all the time, but when he makes that particular face, that little fighting back a smile, because he knows what he's doing. Like that's when my body wants to punch one of my best friends in the face.
4: Welcome to Sports, Jason. Layla. All right. Yes.
6: You <laughs> what do know I what? you yeah, like yeah, a family quarrel.
4: You're your family, Layla. So you're you're allowed to see this. Other people, I would be concerned. But like Layla's you're, been you're dragged now. into this
5: little family on the text thread. Let's get into that. Willing, willingly. Get the, get, get the show off and running here. And uh, oh, I, I think <laughs> Russ. I think we could actually. Layla Rahimi is so successful and beloved in chicago that i feel like yes we we wouldn't need to introduce her we could just we don't have to say her name people would just listen to it and and they would know who that is but let's in case there's people from outside chicago listening oh, let's let's do a full i've been preparing complete a, professional
4: reset here i've been preparing a layla rahimi open all week like what are you talking mm-hmm. about I first of all it. welcome <laughs> to sports adjacent uh russ Dorothy here with my co-host and friend jason leisure who is in Gainesville, his old old stomping ground, uh, had bad Wi-Fi. That's right, Layla. Go Gators. Um, But has – Walked to some abandoned office building that has good yeah. Wi-Fi, and so now he's here to stay. This is not abandoned. This is pr- This is a decent office. This is nice. No, it's it's. I, I'm making jokes, Jason. The
5: wall is painted. Would
6: have, I would have loved to have seen Jason just walk around with his microphone, like, <laughs> like, like hey, um, you guys know yeah. no, you
4: anywhere with a stable Wi-Fi connection <laughs> right. that I could use yeah. for like but an like, hour and a half?
6: North Florida kind of sounds like where I'm from in Texas, so it's like podcast. What the hell you doing out there? <laughs>
5: exactly there's a little bit of that if you go 10 minutes in any direction from Gainesville you'll hit that but Gainesville itself is not bad at all Gainesville was a wonderful place to live 10 years ago and uh, has only gotten like nicer and better since Gainesville is pretty cool Gainesville is a good spot
4: and we have our uh, lovely production assistant Tony Gill Um, who's who's Now gone to Anthony with everybody, like not just his girlfriend, not just us, like he's Anthony Gill now. And while I'm okay with that, I also like I want everybody to notice the juxtaposition of where he was as Tony Mm -hmm. to where he is as Anthony. And we're going to get that to that later in the show. Like I have a whole thing on that. I'm so glad I'm not I'm not doing that. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have the lovely Layla Rahimi, yeah.
6: still not Leah Remini. Still not Leah Remini. Uh, Layla not the goddess is, of
4: Scientology. No. Nah. She's not a Scientologist anymore, bro. <laughs> and must. we're still talking about Leah <laughs> Remini, not Layla Remini. Um... Layla is the one of the hosts of the Bernstein and Rahimi show on 670 The Score. You can listen to her every day from 9 until noon in Chicago. She is the best. She is also one of the funniest people that I know, and we are honored to have her on Sports Jason this week. And when we're together, we form the the lovely thing we like to call Dorhimi.
2: I love
6: Dor-himi.
4: <laughs> Dor-himi is the best. And I want to let you know, um, this like is for religion. all my friends. What'd you say, Tony? <laughs> it sounds like a religion. <laughs> the religion of Dorhimi. It sounds like a food. Like, I'd like to order some. That sounds... Can I have a plate of Dorhimi, please? Yeah,
5: right. That's I heard the Dorhimi is your- good funny here.
6: Funny sports takes. It's what it
5: is. I like my
4: Dorhimi medium rare. Layla is the best. And not only do people outside of my life love Layla like people inside of my life love Layla because everybody in the Dorsey household loves them some Layla Rahimi all right and they want they wanted me to let you know that but the cool part about my parents is like they like love all of my friends and sometimes it feels like more than me (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's it's all right so Layla thank you so much for being on our Crazy podcast that you told all of your lovely listeners about last week as you were <laughs>
6: and preparing. Lawrence, and Lawrence has the big share. That was like the biggest time to be talking about listening. No, I was mm-hmm. I, I'm flattered that your family knows who I am and that they like
2: me. Stop I it.
6: I'm new to this idea of Tony completely ditching his name entirely to go with Anthony. I am thankful that Jason is talking to us from Florida. And I am happy to be on the show.
5: We're happy to have you. You're you're kind of like at the top. What are you doing here?
6: Guys, if I'm at the top,
5: why would you agree to come to the this?
6: Top isn't <laughs> like as good as you think it is.
5: Having you on our group text thread this past week was delightful, but scary because I was like, oh, we are not the most appropriate group on text threads
2: Uh, and like
5: and Layla is like a full-fledged grown-up this is I'm like I'm like just waiting for something to explode here
6: when did I become well I I think yeah I think I am older than all of you and that is all I will say because I'm a woman but <laughs> i that's good I mean, sexism course, is
5: alive and well good
6: i am just disp- yes i will use it in my it's life. only it's
5: only okay if layla does it though like right. no gonna right. say that. is she that, that going to be her uh her card that she can play on this a, yeah it. that's her that's her if as a, a young black with, man yes. Yes. she starts with as a woman i have to be yes. like well, you
6: yes. have to shut up
2: right no, no matter I'm what just,
6: i'm just using it in this case and and yeah i'm so Getting asked my age is just annoying anyway because do they do that to men all the time? Not really, only in cases where it's like, Hey, Tony, aren't you older than Russ? Because funny, right?
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
6: yes, it does get a bit yes. frustrating at, at my point. But if I'm the adult and if I'm the one who's like made it, I am worried.
4: <laughs> Layla is
6: <laughs>
4: the older. My cousin. doesn't
6: have a wall, like, we, we, ain't, <laughs> we ain't up here yet.
4: <laughs> Layla is the oh I think of her as like the older cousin who's like an adult around the adults, but when yeah. she gets around the younger cousins, it's right. just like the younger cousins.
5: She's our cousin that can drive.
4: Yes, yeah,
5: she yeah, yeah, us yeah. to And maybe by and maybe buy a beer.
6: Yeah, you're the cooler cousin that gets
3: us beer and weed.
6: And maybe you you took it <laughs> when I wasn't looking.
3: It's
4: yeah, like, oh, go.
6: my gosh, who told you to have
4: that? No, stop. Layla, how do <laughs> all these kids
5: get so drunk?
4: What? I can't believe
5: <laughs> they did this. These kids. children. I
6: these thought they were children. 25.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I Layla, I discovered you on Lawrence's show when you used to be used to do the monthly visitor segment on his show, which was hilarious. Just the title itself. Yeah. Um,
6: which was my idea to title it that because mm-hmm. if you can't have bathroom humor on a sports talk yes. radio station, what are we doing? Mm-hmm.
5: I think the greatest compliment I could give you is that I enjoy your work so much, but we're not even really friends. So I'm not just saying that because <laughs> I like you. Like, I mean it objectively, honestly. The, when I would, The first time I heard you on Lawrence's show, I was like, I, I didn't even catch your name because I, I came in like mid-segment. And I was like, Who, whoever this is, is hilarious. This is the funniest person I've heard on sports radio. This person is good. And then living here a little longer, then I come to see like all the other things that you do. I'm curious for you, like you have had these jobs where you, it's so personality driven. And then I also see you, though. I mean, you were the sideline reporter on the Bulls games. You've hosted uh, Stadium with the Stadium, which is a news show.
2: Mm-hmm. Like, how do
5: you, how do you go from being Layla Rahimi that everybody knows to Layla Rahimi, uh, you know, Tom Brokaw type journalist.
6: Well, because that that is how most people know me. Like, you you know me in the opposite way. So, like, I it, feel like
5: you're in handcuffs when you're in the other spot.
6: No, I'm far like, more comfortable doing that than I am being on the radio.
2: Hmm.
6: Like I said to uh, I said to Lawrence when we had a podcast on this very network, uh, a year later after he and I both got laid off from NBC Sports Chicago, I said, he's like, what do you miss the most about TV? And I'm like, the feeling of knowing what I'm doing at the end of every day? Like that, I got like big J journalism degree, took, you know, like wrote for my paper in high school and in college, know how to paste up a page with an X-Acto knife, which is not even something that this audience might even understand. I like competed in writing competitions in high school, like to get better for college so I could like be a better writer. So, yeah, Um, I've always kind of been able to balance both. But, yeah, uh, I really appreciate that because you knew me for my side hustle before it was my main hustle.
5: Well, that's what I enjoyed. And then I feel like you have to dial it way back like like you're Justin Fields. But when you go on the news shows, you got to play in Matt Nagy's offense. You know what I mean?
6: Yeah, I, I think you guys understand this. I like writing so much that even writing questions, you know, for you on Stadium, Jason, or for you, Russ, whenever we, we would do stuff on NBC or just, like, doing the talk show, I enjoy it so much that that, to me, is still a labor of love. So that that gives me my fix of, like, what I need. Um, so I really appreciate it. I, I think I've dialed it up more for radio just because that's what – it calls for, not that it's mm-hmm. fake, but just, uh, you know, you can lean in a little more to your crazy there.
5: Yes. So, and like it's like a caricature of yourself. Of yes who you really yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah.
6: yeah. I feel like at times it's just, it's for my some. opinion, but it's like the extreme of it. And then Dan's being silly. So then I continue to be silly. So then it just turns into insanity for three hours a day. But I feel like I, that's that's been something that's been new to me in that in that whole respect. Mostly uh, I did TV for 15 years full time, and that's what I did, you know?
5: Yeah. Well, it's a great show. I, as a guy that doesn't love sports radio, I enjoy you guys' show and I enjoy Lawrence's show right after. He hates sports radio. That's a really good window. <laughs> as of I, as he really office, like radio. what
6: we're taught as journalists, it's like real hot, takey, it's real yeah. speculative. Yeah. It's jumped to conclusions, especially now that we don't have the normal access from reporters that we used to have. Like Dan's asking me today before the Matt Nagy press conference, he's like, do you think it's COVID related? And I'm like, I don't know. Like you and I have the exact same access here. And Dan has way more sources being an established uh, media personality who's been here for more than I've been here. I've only been here six years. Dan's been at the score for 25. So like. You know he's asking me questions, and and I hate living in that area of trying to speculate that stuff Mm -hmm. because do it
4: speculation
5: do it every time wild speculation. No No wild
4: speculation.
2: By the way, we're all about
5: no. We do all kinds of wild speculation, and then we tell Tony, you know, hey, we can't leave that in. By the way, sports adjacent is brought to you by Obvious Shirts. You can go on there and uh, use our promo code adjacent ten get ten percent off. Uh, and you already have free shipping on their website. Russ, the Everything's Fine shirts are sold out. So you might want to go on there and just ask for the email reminder of uh, of when those will be available again. Because they seem to come in handy a lot when you're in Chicago. And Sports Adjacent Podcast is also brought to you by BetUS. You can sign up at BetUS with promo code SportsAdjacent all one word, no space. And you get a 125% sign-up bonus for going with them uh, you put a that basically means you put a hundred dollars into your account to start it, and you're already up twenty five bucks before you place your first bet. So go on there. It, it, when you sign up for that, there I think a box opens up to ask you where you heard about it, Russ, and uh, if people can put in sports adjacent, that would be great. Yes, sir. Uh, I am in Gainesville, Florida, where I used to live from 2010 to 13 when I covered the Gators. That, that's another one of my like string of just being late. On jobs, where if you think back to the glory days of the Florida Gators, you're thinking of Tim Tebow and Joe Kim Noah and just championships all over the place. I came in right after that. I came in for the Will Muschamp years. And if you're not in the Southeast, I don't even know if you recognize that name. If you don't have some of it, like if you're just in Michigan listening to this, I don't know if you've ever even heard of Will Muschamp, but
6: I, I covered him when he was at Texas as the DC.
5: Did you did you like him?
6: <laughs> like, you see how I start laughing when I think about Will.
5: Yeah, he is a kind of like a comedic character. Like he, uh, he's gonna offend our uh, we're he's not he's not gonna offend our gym of teacher Muschamp. demographic, but he's kind of like a gym <laughs> teacher.
6: We we had a clip, uh, a video of Muschamp on the sideline after yeah. something happened. And it's called Escalating Mussy. <laughs> Musy short for Muschamp. And because Will Muschamp starts off yelling and then he gets angrier and angrier and angrier that he's taking his headset off and he's screaming and his face is getting all red and his cheeks are all puffy and mac brown you can see him standing yep. there, he's like trying not to laugh with the headset yep. on he's like <laughs> and it goes on for about eight seconds which is an eternity when you think about that kind of energy expended oh and, yeah uh, that's that's how i choose to think about will muschamp
5: my, Russ, do you know who he is? When I say "Think," you, picture I his face like, OK, yeah, yeah. Jim, Boylan, Jim Boylan with hair. Um, <laughs> my favorite memory of covering him and I liked Will Muschamp, like him and I had a good relationship. We didn't always we kind of um, clashed at times because things weren't going well. And I tend to point that out when it's the case. Uh, but my favorite was they had gone to South Carolina and lost again of course and we're in the post game press conference and he's like six or seven questions in and we notice his hand is all bandaged up and we're like i forget i forget who asked it if it was me or someone else but we're like will uh what what happened to your hand and he was like a kid he was like punched a chalkboard <laughs> that's Dumb. it that's it punched, that's the ch- him. punched a chalkboard Dumb. And then looks around <laughs> for the next question. <laughs> Punch the chalkboard. Dumb. Uh, it's like he knew what a cartoon character he was, I think. Um, but I've, I've had a good time in Gainesville. This was a weird part of my life where I knew nothing about this place before I moved here. Moved here for a job. It was my big breakthrough professionally, getting to cover Florida. That was like the first big job that I had. And it's an awesome job covering a team like that, where even when they're bad, Russ, you have this with the Cubs, you, no matter, even if they're bad, everybody wants to know what's going on. Like yep. that is always a draw. That's always right. the case with the Florida Gators. So even though they they didn't have a lot of success, the years that I covered them, it, uh, although they did in basketball, Billy Donovan had really good teams with Brad Peel and some other guys like, uh, went to the elite eight every year. It seemed like, um, my uh, my older daughter was born here like this was just a really sweet time of life for us. And uh, I hadn't been back in a few years, but with the Bears playing in Tampa, it was pretty easy to do. And I caught up with some friends that are still here the other night. And uh, one of my friends in term in, in his way of kind of recapping how his life is like catching me up and stuff. He goes, oh, um, we're like an hour into hanging out. And he drops. Uh, oh, yeah, I got charged with a felony. Uh, oh, pretty. shoot. I was like, "Wait, what?" I mean, this is like a normal dude. This is a guy that has like a normal job, uh, family. Like, I mean, there's nothing sketchy about this guy. Well, like you have friends, well there you is that. Well, you yeah. have friends. You have friends that uh, you're like, and eh, you know, if something weird happened with that guy, I wouldn't be like that shocked. But this guy is as straight laced as it gets. Um, I'm gonna. He was exonerated. I should, I should, I should start there. But um, it's a crazy story that I wanted to tell you guys. And I'm going to change his name, like you know, just to help him in case uh, he needs that. Like, but he's got a super, super common name. So I could. They, they had. Out. No, it's fine. I'll I'll, you
0: I'll,
5: just, I'll call it. It's like let's say it's like uh, David William Johnson or something like that. You know, something that like half the country would probably be named. Um, he goes on vacation to the Virgin Islands with his family. He's got little kids, his wife and kids. And uh, on their way back from the Virgin Islands, he gets stopped and held up at customs. And they're not really sure why. They're him out of, and his wife's fine. My friend, uh, David William Johnson, they hold him back in our, he, he's trying to figure out what the delay is. And finally, they let him on the plane. So he's like, okay, whatever. They land in Orlando and he gets pulled off the plane first before everybody else. And he gets cuffed right there by US Marshals and he gets, in front of his family and uh taken to jail and spends the night in uh, I think that's Orange County uh, or whatever county Orlando's and spends the night in county jail somehow is confirmed in the lineup uh by the victim and the, the felony charge is that he has stolen a 14 foot trailer and then sold it my friend lives in Gainesville like that's two hours away he doesn't like hang out in in uh, in Orlando stealing trailers like but I, I, one way or another, like there was no explaining this. There was no like kind of talking them out of Like, I don't know if I, I feel like I would spend three minutes talking to somebody like this and be like, I don't know if we need to make this guy spend a night in jail over this. Right. But, uh, but then it, the next day, I guess, like through tracking his phone location, like places his phone had been, and uh, giving somebody a second look at the pictures, they realized uh, this is not our guy. It's a different uh, David William Johnson that we need to find
3: that sounds all too familiar
4: I was gonna say it Tony but I had done it the last three episodes so I'm glad you okay
5: look point, point well taken but I, I, I'm just trying to tell you like a weird story
4: listen Jason as a young black man alright go on <laughs> no that's it like I, I can shut it down like right there We're really excited to add BetUS to our lovely sponsors here on Sports Adjacent. And Like we talked about earlier on the podcast, you're gonna log on to BetUS.com. You're gonna sign up. They're gonna ask you some questions, your name, your address, a little bit of your info, and they're gonna ask you where you heard about BetUS. Obviously, you listen to our podcast. That's where you heard about them. You can Click podcast in the drop down menu. You're gonna type in Sports Adjacent. After that, you're gonna to wanna to make a bet. So you're gonna make your first deposit of 50 or more dollars and put in promo code SportsAdjacent. Now that's going to get you a 125. That's 125 sign-up bonus to make whatever bet you want: NFL, NBA, MLB playoffs, whatever you want. College football—they have it at BetUS.com. My picks for this week: Steelers at the Browns. Steelers plus 160 this week. Look, they haven't been a good offense, but they have a couple of players over there I think are going to have big weeks. Deontay Johnson, Najee Harris, those guys are going to have big weeks against the banged-up Browns team. So I'm taking the Steelers. Then you have the Washington football team against the Broncos. Washington football team plus 145. I like that against a not-so-good Denver squad. They're not playing their best football right now. They have a strong defense, but I think Taylor Heideke... Terry McLaurin. Those guys are going to have a big week, so I'm taking the football team. Last but not least, Patriots, Chargers. Look, the Chargers are high-flying offense, and after a bad week before they're by, I think they're going to come out strong, but I like the Patriots plus five and a half. I think they're going to cover the spread. They play good defense. They play good special teams. New England teams always do, so I'm rolling with the Patriots. BetUS.com promo code SportsAdjacent 125% sign-up bonus. Log on now.
2: overtime. What
4: the baby? New York is back. Knicks are here, baby. The Knicks are here, baby. Fresh out the garden, baby. We're taking it all the way. We had De Blasio. We had Cuomo. It was rough shit, but we have the Knicks. That's New York.
2: Knicks, run New York City.
5: There's one on there where the guy goes, uh, Trey Young looks like my dad's. And then he immediately backtracks. (laughs) He immediately backtracks like, I've never seen my dad's but
4: <laughs> oh my oh, gosh.
5: So
6: much- Yo. Hey you it. if
4: if you're if you're out there like what the hell are y'all talking about? So it's called Side Talk on Instagram and it's an mm-hmm. account in New York where they just go and talk to random I, you can't even just say sports fans, but random
2: people, no, in, people in New York. No
4: New York fans.
5: New York sports fans. This it's is not just not like though.
6: it's re- it's seriously like after the sidewalk talk. it's just random people in New York. They do have some recurring characters. Uh, I think his name is, it's something mozzarella. I'm not making this up. (laughs) You just have to watch them. Like it's just, but only in New York will you find all of these people.
5: How did you get turned on to this? How did you, how did this become like your new favorite show to watch? All these side talk videos of crazy New York fans.
6: I, I just saw the same Knicks video as everybody else, and then I immediately texted Chris Tannehill from our office and was like, "You need this in your life," and he's like, "Oh yeah," and then he sends me the one they did after the Knicks lost to Trey Young and yeah. the Hawks in the playoffs, and it was even better. And that's the one you're talking about.
4: I, uh, I've heard, I've heard Layla talk about these videos and. Yeah. Look, Layla gets excited about some things, but there's some things where she you're just like, she is clearly all in on this.
5: There was one that was being hosted by Spider-Man and everyone was passing around a bottle of Hennessy. And uh, like, as if anybody needed to add that to what's going on, the ones I the ones I saw were about were New York sports fans. And to me, this is not like some outlier fringe slice of New York sports fan. This is like. I mean, you gotta understand living in Miami for 12 years. This was like my personal hell because a lot of them are down there, and oh, it's yeah. more it's more Jets related than Knicks related. But it's always the Jets are back, the Knicks are back, and of course it's the most Knicks thing ever. Russ, for them to be like that, they're back because they got Kemba Walker. <laughs> he was really good. He's a good
4: player, but I mean, right. like he, he's not. Jets that wasn't their yet. first choice. Yeah, right. They it wanted KD and Kyrie.
5: No, Which it is never is. they've effect, been they've been going after effect LeBron and the Big 3 effect. for 20 years, Russ. They're still trying to get Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh and LeBron James. One of them yelled uh, we had to we had to deal with De Blasio, we had to deal with Cuomo, but at least we got the Knicks. I think that one's going to blow up on you. I think that's going to backfire a little bit.
4: He <laughs> he was so excited. He was like, "Yo, it was tough shit, but we yes. got the Knicks back." I'm <laughs> like, "Bro, it was the first game of the season. We went through the pandemic.
6: But that's it, the broad that's it. That's the beauty of it. You guys oh act like gosh. they don't know the perspective. No, they know the perspective. It
4: was so authentic. <laughs> like all those people they weren't putting on, which is the funniest part of it.
6: Like Trey Young, he's still not good
4: on Dykeman. <laughs> it's just like, Oh my gosh.
6: And that guy that is awesome. a recurring character from the last uh the other Trey Young video with Spider Cuz. But no, it's man, they you know it's like two kids from NYU who are like still in school, right?
4: Oh, yeah. those kids are gonna be making a lot of money because
2: you could do a, Pay them for that.
5: You could do a Chicago one, Layla. It would be though, like it would be a bunch of Chicago fans talking about how great like the '80s Bears or the '90s Bulls were. They'd be talking about the past.
6: No, you know what? It the only thing that I think I've found on mass like that here in Chicago is like. Boomer men who are convinced that I haven't ever lived here until like yesterday because they started following me on Twitter or they mm. heard about me because the world revolves around them.
5: It is a big thing here to that you got to be from here.
6: Yeah. Are it, you it, from here?
5: Yes. Originally, yes. But that's like that is, and it's the only reason I'm allowed back because otherwise. You know, unless the only time you're allowed to leave Chicago and still count as a lifelong Chicagoan is like if you take a a weekend trip to uh, Clearwater or something like that. But then you got to go back. So, I I mean, I'm skirting the rules a little bit, but uh, that seems to be a real Chicago thing. Like you you can't be on here talking about Chicago teams and stuff if you're not from here.
6: I get the appreciation for the authenticity I do. And I joke to the extreme. There are a lot of boomer guys I really like. But you know what I'm talking about, where Russ yes. you've experienced it, Jason, I'm sure you still experience it, Tony, you will once you become Anthony fully. the idea <laughs> of somebody welcoming you to Chicago like you haven't been here for a certain amount of time.
5: Yeah, well, I'm sure they're, they're looking for any reason to pick apart things that you say. Yeah, that, that it's more than just that no, you're not from Chicago. There's 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 a little something extra, and if they can There's a lady it. on my radio talking oh sports.
2: My God, I <laughs> what's talking on going on Tony, here?
4: Are we in? Are we in, Are we in Alabama? <laughs> <What was that? laughs> Try going on? <Tony. laughs> no, 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 sports, bro.
2: This us, <laughs> Oh,
4: no,
5: no, 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 no. no but here, but it does open into a great thing. Tony, do whiny Chicago sports radio listener angry. That a woman has a mic in front of her.
3: What 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 did Light is saying?
5: No, 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 no. Hurt, hurt feelings, feelings, I'm sorry. I didn't so say the right word. In my head, Jason. You gotta be I'm more. Sorry, serious. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. The hurt feelings. I didn't mean whiny, I meant hurt feelings. Do hurt, hurt feelings, feelings Chicago sports radio listener because uh, a woman has dared to talk into a microphone.
3: <clears throat> hey guys, did you hear what's going on? It's the the score. There. There's a woman on there. She's <laughs> looking sports at me. What, what is that about, huh? I need all male testosterone in my sports all the time. I don't need a woman telling me, about smart things, about sports. I just want to <laughs> I just want to honk around with my with My boys, <laughs> my
2: know, boys oh, right? Tony, all right? Him, all, right boys. Tony, all right, Tony. Let him
4: go.
3: He's going a roll.
5: No, I didn't like where those girls roll. were going.
4: I didn't like where those girls were going, and I needed to cut it off.
5: That
3: makes <laughs> a lot of weird... Gender, we appreciate
5: you.
4: We appreciate it, Tony. Uh,
5: male. I got I what good. he was going for. I got what yeah. he was going for. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I
6: think for that type of dude, that's the only time those happened in the day.
5: <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, you don't miss, do you?
6: I I oh, can't help when the three best. one fastball comes at me,
5: Bill. That's
4: the best.
5: Speaking of um, manly activities, Tony, we uh, we heard that you went hiking. Yes, um, which you that previously I thought... told me is something that only uh, I would do. Yeah, as in to, uh, uh, to play, white guy
3: to do it. Yes, right. Yes.
5: Hi
6: yes, as a woman who spends time in Southern California, I also love to hike.
3: <laughs> yeah, I uh I didn't think it was an activity that uh the community would would do, but I saw some of us out there. It was it was <laughs> enlightening to see that they were participating in, in the, the hiking trails.
4: That was know? the only thing that kept Tony there. He was like, All right, other black people are here. I feel okay <laughs> about this
2: activity. <laughs>
5: Yeah. How did you get dragged into this? I know this wasn't your idea. Oh no, 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 yeah. no! No, man. no, I know that. Um,
3: <laughs> um, actually, it was my girlfriend's family. They planned it all out. Oh, okay, uh, all right. Right. A, I got it. A... I
5: got it. I already. You can just stop. I get it now. Right. I know. Okay. Wait,
6: but where did you guys explains go? Everything. So we went. A, to... Where is there a change in elevation in this place?
5: Yeah. So and how we went... hard is it to you to remember to look when someone said
3: Anthony?
6: <laughs> so
3: we went to Utica. Which is like a like an hour drive or an hour and a half drive away from Chicago. Um and I took I took the Tesla. Um got a ticket. <laughs> speeding ticket. The Tesla. When did you get hey, a Tesla? you got a Tesla?
2: What? Uh, a Tesla. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, I, I, are we, I, hey, I hey Jason,
3: it. are we paying
4: him that much? That
2: Tesla? Yeah, a we, no,
5: we we're not, Layla. We're not paying yeah, him uh, Tesla <laughs> money. So uh I'm yeah, not uh, sure every, how he came into this funds.
3: No, as a side business, I rent out cars with my cousins. Um, and one of the cars, my current car, was rented out, so I took the other car on the fleet—a uh, nice Model Three Tesla.
6: What What was your current car that was rented out? A V twelve Mercedes?
3: <laughs> uh, we do have a Mercedes on on the fleet. If you'd like to rent one out for your very special occasion, please visit.
6: Hey, got, hey, y'all
4: Play for sponsorships on here. <laughs> hey, bleep that out when you go into our uh,
2: our editing.
5: Yeah, if you guys oh. are uh, renting out Mercedes and Teslas, I think you can afford a little bit of advertising on this podcast. Right. You're not, but, man, you're like, what are you doing? Geez. Tony, follow just, me just on, running in Follow me on Instagram. After
3: you, Tony, get follow Tony, me. Tony, who's your cousin, Usher? Like, what, what's going on here? <laughs> no, um, I have a cousin, Guy, and uh, my other cousin, DJ. Uh, we have, uh, they have most of the cars. I'm I'm adding to the fleet. My car is on the current fleet and I'm going to get another car soon. To the fleet. So
6: My <laughs> brother did that. He rented a car on Tarot. It was like some really cool Porsche or something. And I was like, what are you doing with this?
3: Yeah, yeah. People love to stunt. And I'm learning that people love to stunt. But anyway, back to hiking. Um, so, yeah, it was uh a, a, certainly a scary, it was more scary than I thought. What was scary about it? Hiking is usually not that scary. You really have to dress appropriately to hike. I wore some Yeezys and some Nike sweats.
4: Tony, all right,
2: all right, all right. right. By scary, you deserve
4: deserve everything that
5: you're about to say happened to you. By scary, he means that there was like dirt and
3: grass. Fam, it was dusty. I was expecting it to be like some sidewalks and just, Tony, just look at nature. You're and a goofball. Sidewalks. And, some you know,
5: sidewalks through the forest. You just think there's sidewalks in the forest. Yeah, maybe, maybe even with, like maybe I, even like an I, electric sidewalk, like at O'Hare, huh?
6: Yeah, he's just like I want a conveyor belt. Right, with some Tony. Nature. What
4: what about the word hike and sidewalk go together?
3: <laughs> I thought it was a walking through nature. This is someone that hunting. doesn't read books, Russ. I was under the right. assumption that's that there will be nice places to walk, get some exercise in, you know, and just look at and appreciate some trees and some flowers, you know, no, the squirrel. What you're describing is the outlet wall. That. Like, that's not what hiking is. So, but yeah, I was, I was uh, immediately slapped with, oh, no, this is not that. Um, so I got a little worried, but, mm-hmm. you know, I can't, you know, can't be out here looking like a punk. So I was like, Because no, right. no, your girlfriend's there. So you have to pretend you, not only that, but you have to pretend that you like this. You have to
5: pretend and like this family. is awesome.
2: Yeah, this and is great. What do you mean?
3: Her family. Think, uh, me
5: her this family, family see, that was guys. the
2: easy part.
3: I, I wanted to go because her family is dope. So I, I do enjoy talking to her. I don't family. think they listen. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy talking to her family. So that was the easy part. The the hard part was the hiking. Man, you you guys really got this hiking down packed. What you guys. What, what Jason, people that frequent the hiking parts of the world. I hate hiking. I hate hiking.
6: I'll t- I'll take this bullet. Go on, Tony.
3: <laughs> um. So yeah, I slipped a couple times on on some some rocks. Um. You know, it was dirt everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
5: Like, totally. Yeah. Like no, but these are rocks. all the things I don't like about hiking. But at least, but I wouldn't have been
3: surprised by any of them. And I'm like, how? how has like these haven't been like shut down due to like lawsuits like I felt like I was gonna die at any moment and do apparently, you shut down the forest and you apparently were... and, uh, uh, and apparently we took the easy route and I was
2: like what's the hard route
3: what were you gonna uh, die from what were you worried about there's no know, alligators like, in there like a concussion from slipping on a uh, on a rock and hitting my Tony, head somewhere Tony, Tony's that could have everybody else. Out. Tony's blaming oh everybody gosh.
4: else because he went to hike in some like Nike slides and cr- almost cracked his head open <laughs> on a rock. And then, but it's everybody else's fault. It's nature's yeah. fault. Hey,
2: God, hey, why did he put these rocks here
4: for people right? to fall on? So guys, like, who is he wanting to, like, like, to sue? This is the who does he want to sue? To <laughs> he wants to
5: sue Tony like thinks, God, right? For ro- why like, are you
4: putting yeah. rocks here? Tony thinks there's going
5: to be like pun- punitive damages against who, Tony? Nature? against the forest against yeah, like some
3: against deer the, that live here wh- whoever owns the forest so god tony do you hear what
4: you just said whoever owns the
2: forest <laughs> and the yeah, state whoever, who,
3: whoever made the parking lot for us to enter the, the the forest they're gonna get a stern letter from one anthony gill i'll tell you that much
6: wait russ you've hiked camelback right like i've seen video or pictorial evidence of this haven't you like yeah. did you do that in spring training Tony, yeah, did you I've see run,
4: this? I've run Camelback before. Now
6: really?
2: See,
5: that's and scary. That's it. actually that's actually potential danger. Not where yes. Tony went,
6: and there's like all sorts of crazy desert wildlife out there: scorpions, like and, rattlesnakes, yeah, tarantulas. Have you seen any of those pictures, Tony?
3: Russ, you want to hike it? Can...
4: As
6: you pointed out
3: also last the...
4: week, Tony, I like to do working out and other activities like that. He hmm. is very active, Tony. Hmm.
3: I thought that I thought we were talking about it in the other sense. I didn't think we were talking about like in like a All nature right. sense. Right. This, is, this, is why I,
4: <laughs> this is why I don't ask you things. Like people always want, why don't you ever want Tony to talk? It's because of that. How long of a hike was this, Tony? This was like a hour and a half.
5: Oh, to two hours. Isn't that isn't aren't hikes usually like twice as long as that?
4: Uh, I think that's definitely that's that's made that's by a good though. hiking time. Okay, if you're like, if you're like enjoying yourself, Tony, it probably felt like five hours. To right. Tony. Yes.
5: And his shoes. So, Tony, you're on like an hour and a half, two hour hike with your mm-hmm. girlfriend and her family. Mm-hmm. Like, how 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 what percentage of your thoughts are you having to just like maybe we just keep that one in my head and I don't say that in front of these people because I know you don't do that here, but like
3: uh, I'm sure you're doing a little bit of filtering when you're around these guys. Nah. Um, they're not public people, so like they have Instagrams and stuff, but nobody's there to kind of, you know, oh man, I gotta sneak out Tony for what he says. Or Anthony for what
4: he says. Tony like, is so a liar. we talk about I'm, that? I'm, Tony's 100% a liar. He's not being same himself same. around his girlfriend's family. What? That's bullshit. He's That's not only, being a... Uh, yeah.
3: There's only one way to be Tony Gill, and it's just to be Tony Gill at all times. It's the simplest way to go about life. What, do you say that you, now?
6: Well, I thought you were Anthony, so which he's is Yeah, you're already,
3: around them. Yeah, how can you even say that when
5: now you're going by Anthony? Like your actual right. name has changed. Um, you're telling me you don't keep a couple thoughts, you don't sit a few plays out here and there with your thoughts.
3: I feel like that, that was more external than internal. Like everybody else, like, say, oh, he's old enough. He should be graduating to maturity. He should be Anthony. <laughs> he's enough. 30 years old. I like this whole like, like
2: thing.
3: I like this Tony Gill thing. I think I'm going to handle this, uh, be this for a little bit more while no. longer. I'm with Layla because Tony is not necessarily
5: like a little kid named like the way Jimmy mm-hmm. would be. Uh, there's plenty of like adults could be called Tony. Yeah,
6: Excuse yeah. Tony there's not this one. 77. Yeah. Maybe he's no, not because I think
5: I think he needs, I think Tony needed a fresh start to try to be an adult. Like there was not, there was not a good foundation there to build adulthood on in his life as Tony. He needed yeah. a full reset as Anthony.
3: I peeked at the Anthony thing and I was like, oh, that's scary. I think I like it over here on the fun side where <laughs> it can't get canceled. And whatnot.
4: <laughs> Tony, you can still get canceled. Can
3: we, though?
5: All right. All right. <laughs> By the way, we should say one thing before we get out of here. Um, did both of you hear the intro that Tony did for NBC Sports that he narrated for the Bulls opener?
2: Yes. I got a
6: sneak preview. I got the file sent to me by somebody there. I'm mm. on the inside.
5: And were you both um, as confused as I was to hear him on there doing a good job and it didn't sound like he was reading it for the first time when he did it for them, <laughs> as he often is on this show? Who over wow. there has the code to punch in to get him to do his job right? Because uh, <laughs> they did it. They did it for that. And I would like I would like that code if we could get it over here, Russ. Mm-hmm. Russ, doesn't it just make you matter to hear him do a good job when he wants to?
4: You could have stopped there. Doesn't it just make you matter? And then <laughs> just end sentence.
5: <laughs> well, we do a weekly football roundup, and uh, we're going to jump into that now. And uh, we, our main thing with this is we've had a lot of problems with Tony's choice of sound effects. <laughs> for this we've had several conversations russ about what tony has decided to splice in uh some of these i feel like you did not google football sound to come up with you googled something else that maybe you shouldn't only do on your work computer i googled male grunting okay don't ever, ever don't all right. uh, Okay,
2: welcome to welcome to football
5: roundup, a weekly segment where we do our football roundup. I want to talk about uh, Deshaun Watson and Dan Campbell and some other things. But first, I want to uh, remind everybody and thank BetUS for sponsoring our show. You can sign up with BetUS US uh, by using promo code SportsAdjacent, all one word, no spaces, and that will get you a one hundred and twenty five percent sign up bonus. So you put in hundred dollars, start your account, they kick you twenty five right off the bat. Uh, a couple of the games, a couple of the NFL games. Uh, On there this week are uh, the Cardinals are minus three and a half against the Packers. I know the Cardinals are undefeated and they're at home, but that one, uh, that's going to be an interesting game to watch. It's Thursday night. There's not always uh, not always a great Thursday night game. But, man, that one is Uh, the Rams are favored by 14 and a half at the Texans. I feel like you're pretty much good betting the Rams to cover that one. Uh, 49ers, Russ. Three and a half point favorite at Soldier Field. The 49ers are two and four. They are favored by three and a half points in Chicago. That's where we're at. As they should be. As they should be. I mean, it's bad against bad, man. But uh, I, man, you're going to have to really wrestle with that one. Uh, Falcons are favored by three at home against the Panthers. And the Eagles are favored by three at home against the Lions. The Bears now have dropped to 200 to one to win the title. Uh, that's not the worst. There's some teams that are 500 to one. And, uh, uh interestingly, Russ, the chiefs have slipped to 12 to one. So if you still kind of like believe in the chiefs, uh, that could be some value in that. One of the items that came out of the NFL weekend was that Deshaun Watson is still possibly going to get traded to Miami. And they have about a week from when we're doing this is the deadline, November 2nd. Um, Layla, I, I just, I don't know how you introduce Deshaun Watson. I don't know how you hold that introductory press conference or how you possibly have answers for any of the multitude of questions that would come at you when you do that.
6: I think the problem too, is the fact that it hasn't been resolved at all in Houston, not in
5: Houston, not with the NFL, not legally, not anything.
6: Right. And I, I was thinking about like the women involved first, I think when I was putting this together mentally, just, there's been no resolution with him whatsoever. And we read some pretty disturbing information of accounts uh, of women talking to reporters about what went on while they were reportedly doing legal massage work where he you know clearly wanted to make it something else. And it's it's uh to me the frustrating part is the NFL once again, who claims to be some sort of correct judge and jury on punishments for this is so varying in in decisions that are made and how they're made. And just look at the John Gruden emails that came out because of an investigation of Daniel Snyder. like once again, the inconsistency in the gray area in which they not only work, but use to their advantage, I think, causes us to all go, is this the proper conclusion here for Deshaun Watson on a football field? Like, how can you do any of this when you don't know what's happening in Houston or with anything with the NFL? Like, there's no piece of this that's resolved, and they can trade him away, and it's clear what the goal is then in Miami. And I think another part of this is – we have like actual sympathy as Bears fans to watch what's happened to Tua Tagovailoa there. And, right. and the idea of, of fostering a young quarterback who came from a huge college football program and wanting him to have NFL success. Right. And to me, they didn't do him any favors either. So how do you watch all of that and say, this seems like a good idea?
5: We've been waiting to see who is going to try to play him. And and I say try because I, I gotta think a suspension's coming. And it's gonna be something. I mean, it could be half a year to a year. This could be you trade for him and then he can't play till 2023 or something like this. And who even knows how this is gonna be resolved legally and how that might affect things. I, I just don't know how you do this. I I can't imagine being in the shoes of a PR person whose football department saddles him with this.
6: Uh, I think if he's, if he's allowed to play, the PR department would just have to say either you go under the umbrella of this is an ongoing investigation, we can't bring it up because criminally it is and with the NFL it is, or you have some prepared statement that acknowledges things, but that at this time you're trying to move forward, at least in a professional matter.
5: That ain't going to work. I mean, I know, I know. that wouldn't work That's- in Chicago. That wouldn't just be like, oh, OK, we won't ask anything about it.
6: That's the only way I think that it would probably work. But I just I don't know. I don't know how that goes down, Like, because yeah. the problem is, if it's still open, he's probably being told by lawyers not to say anything. And uh, I would imagine anything he would say if it's on the microphone and there's a criminal case, especially or multiple civil cases, it's going to be used in court
3: yeah uh with the with nobody doing anything on this front should should he be able to play because i that's I, i'm assuming that's the thinking with the dolphins is like look nothing's happening right now and we suck and he's he really good he could play he's not on any right. kind
5: of exempt list the nfl is right. not on anything
3: about this right and the only backlash would be the public backlash Versus any type of punishment backlash because yep. nobody's doing anything. So yep. should he be able to play if the Dolphins trade for
4: him? I think I it's, oh, my bad. I was going to say, I think it's a known thing in, around the NFL that as soon as he gets traded, he's going to go on the commissioner's list and not be able to play. So I'm kind of shocked that a team would be like, "Yeah, I'm willing to risk it and give up whatever assets that.
3: Is, would the trade initiate that? Because he should be on the list in theory right now, correct? But yeah. he's not, so I don't understand why would a trade make Roger Goodell do it versus now, where technically Houston could, but Houston has a different tie to him along with the you know the stuff that's going on with the investigation. He also demanded a trade from there and like yeah. just trashed the organization. So that's yeah. another level of punishment that they are giving him by not playing him versus in Miami. They don't have that he, the Miami was one of the teams that he wanted to be traded to. So it's only the investigation in the non-punishment kind of limbo that he's in right now that would deter them from playing him. But from what, you know, the reports are, it seems like they're going to play him if they trade him.
4: I think that you're asking the right questions, Tony. I, I just, I think for Houston, it's more conservative asset at this point. And it's like, whatever, like, you don't want to be here. We don't want you to play for the Texans anymore. So you're not going to play. And then we're going to trade you. Um, And Miami's, I guess, in a situation where they think somehow this is the best thing for their franchise, but (laughs) (laughs) they might not
5: ever. Desperation. There's desperation there. It's the same desperation the bears have had for, Years and years and years of you you can't get it right at quarterback and you, you can't win and you've drafted someone that you think can be the guy and he's not. I mean, it pushes you to a point where you'd consider this. If they don't have Justin Fields, are the Bears in those rumors? No, I don't think so. No. No, I don't think they touched that.
6: Do you I remember think. when they – like Even, even if it's to ground save ground their
5: job? I, I don't think they're doing that. I don't think – They, they would have rather traded for Carson a sign Williams. Off. Yes. You got to get a sign off from ownership for that. And the bears are not doing that. Do you guys want to talk about something lighter? Yes. Or, please, <laughs> Everybody's please. like, please do it. <laughs> Dan Campbell uh, of the, the head coach of the Owen seven lions. I love this strategy and I want to hear what you think about this lay. Like I know you didn't watch Rams lions, at least I hope you didn't for the sake of your weekend that you're not doing that. Um, but they, they ended up losing this game, but Dan Campbell, uh, tries an onside kick in the first quarter and gets it after they score. They do a fake punt. They're up 10-0 before the Rams have even taken a snap. The The Lions were like a 17-point underdog for this game. I mean, there was, nobody thought they were going to win. The Rams might win the Super Bowl this year, and the Lions might go 0-6, 0-17 this year. I, I like the strategy. I like the, the pragmatism of Dan Campbell saying, hey, this is the only way for us is to try everything.
3: I like man Campbell.
4: I actually like man Campbell too. Like it's something about him. I, I like as a head coach. And I think eventually they're going to be okay with him as the, the head coach. There were just, there's just a lot of things that with their roster, that's bad. And Jared Goff doesn't yeah. want to play for the lions, but that was actually a really interesting one.
3: Him to play for them. He they weren't playing anything. He doesn't want to play anything.
4: They were leading in that game for most of it. So, and it was actually really entertaining. I actually watched after oh, I turned did. from the Bears. You watched some Rams Lions. Well, okay. I have Cooper Cup and, like all of my fantasy okay. teams. And if your I alternative was, was watching saved, the Bears, he saved my Sunday. So, but like Laila? that was an entertaining game. And I thought that they were going to have an upset. I'm Laila, sorry. Do you think, you think I that, uh,
6: drilling on my adjacent, my neighbor's balcony, by the way? I think that just started. So, it's balcony adjacent.
5: It? No, I don't hear anything. I think you're okay. I think we're good. Yeah.
6: It's could you, could you, could
5: you, could you picture uh, Matt Nagy trying this? Could you picture Matt Nagy going into a game? I mean, like, like maybe they could have done that this past week going in and saying, we we know we have no shot. So we're yeah. doing fake punts and onside kicks. Like we're, we're trying.
6: They hundred percent could have done that. And that was the first thing I thought was like, Olin Cruz said this too, after the game was you didn't even try to do anything differently to try to win this game. Yeah. You didn't do an onside kick then your kicker is arguably the biggest asset on your team right now. I mean, how can you argue against what he's done? He's he's hitting closest to 100% in his job description, is he not? And then, you know, you have that piece of it, like onside kick, trick plays that he used to love running, like something. And instead, it's just this insistent collection of plays that don't work. And I was so happy to see a coach actually do something to mix it up to have some faith in his personnel to do something different against a team they were heavily favored to lose against.
4: To go all out. I told y'all in this text thread that I didn't want to talk about the Bears today, but. All right. Here I we get it. are.
5: I'll and respect you. All roads
6: lead back, okay. man.
4: All right.
5: <laughs> anyway, on to the Bears and Bucks. <laughs> okay, listen, I'm not normally a sucker for this, but there was one thing I liked about for the Bears that day. And I want Tony to read what Justin Fields said after the game.
0: And now, Tony Gill reads.
3: Hey guys, Tony Gill with glasses here. Appreciate you guys uh, having me come back for uh, the show today. Hi, Layla, nice nice to meet you. I'm Tony Gill with glasses. Nice tonight.
6: Hi, Tony uh, Gill with glasses.
4: Thank you, thank you.
5: Do not, do not, oh my God.
4: One day, one day, can you put the glasses on straight? How about that?
5: Yeah, they're crooked, and you're greeting everyone as if you just got here. Please read what Justin Fields
3: said. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, guys. I'm just glad to be here. Um, okay. Justin Fields, post-game remarks after losing 38-3 to the Buccaneers. It's times like this, times when you get blown out. You've got two choices. You can either say, F it, I'm going to stop working, or you can go the other route and say, I'm going to keep working. And I know me. No matter how many picks I throw No matter how many L's I take, or we take. I'm going to keep going. That's just a fact. And that's just who I am. I'm never going to stop. And I'm always going to keep going. He added, I've never been in this position where I'm losing. So I don't know how to feel. My only reaction is just keep working. I'm not angry at all. At the end of the day, it happened. We have bad days. Y'all have bad days. And y'all can either get depressed, or y'all can get up the next day and go to work. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm not angry at all. You know, just happens. He, he sounded a lot more resolute when he delivered it than uh, I
5: realize now it doesn't sound as good when Tony reads it. That's the, probably the first time that's been true, Tone. Uh,
3: what happened? I
5: went to pe- go used the yeah, I know you just blacked out. It became glasses, Tony. I know it kind of petered out at the end there with uh, happens. But before that, I, I I really I like his approach to things. I really do. I know it's not going well. For the Bears, and it's not going well for him. He had his hand in that mess yesterday, uh, Sunday against Tampa. But I, I do like the uh, that clinical, determined approach that he's showing, even with uh, a really rough start to his career. The Chiefs, by the way, uh, you know, if you're looking for someone that played as badly as the Bears yesterday, that would probably be them. And they have the same record as the Bears now, three and four after losing twenty-seven to three. To the Titans, Patrick Mahomes, 20 of 35, 206 yards in interception, 62 rating. Uh, They're just, they're not right, but I keep thinking they're going to get right. Is it too late for that?
4: I just, at the end of the day, I just don't think they're that good this year. Like, I don't think it's the whole everybody, oh my gosh, has everybody figured out the Chiefs? I don't think it's that. I just don't think they're that good. And Pat Mahomes has been bad. And I know it's, you almost can't say that, but he hasn't been what he had been the last what four or five seasons prior to this um and their defense is really bad and it's hard to win games if your defense is giving up 30 points a
6: game Uh, Tennessee seemed to move the ball at will yesterday I I was shocked at how easily they were able to put those scoring drives together and that's saying something after that really competitive game they had the week before on Monday Night Football. I was really excited to see this game, especially being an early one and the Bears for some reason being late. But I was, I was surprised to see how easily it was for Tennessee to score and then thusly how easy it was for Kansas City to not. That's, something's wrong there, and I, I don't know if it gets figured out this season.
5: You've uh, everyone has always kind of thought Eric, Bieniemy would be a good hire. And if the bears are looking at a vacancy next year, you know, he, he'd be available, but this seems like pretty tough timing to take Eric, Bieniemy when everything's going wrong in Kansas city, that'd be a hard sell to the public. If you're hiring him off this.
6: I still think he's got a better offense than Matt Nagy.
5: Well, everybody does. I don't know if you've looked at the stats. Um, Tony, blow the whistle for Everything's Fine. Let's get into this.
6: Now it's
3: time for a Chicago Bears segment we call...
6: This is fine. I'm
5: okay with the events that are unfolding currently. Everything's fine. That's okay.
6: Things are going to be Okay.
3: This
5: is where we do a a quick update on the Chicago Bears to reassure everyone that everything's fine, Layla. Um, Even though uh, they were the first team in the NFL, the only team in the NFL to give up 21 points in the first quarter uh, on Sunday, and had the biggest halftime deficit by any team this season, and are scoring 14 points per game. And they're getting, they are last in the league in yards per play, which I think is the simplest stat you could have, that no team does less when they snap the ball than the Chicago Bears. But... Russ, I've got an exclusive here. Our okay. first sports adjacent. Ex- I have the script for the rest of the season right here. Uh, okay. They will beat the Forty Nine ers sixteen to fourteen. They'll right. beat the Steelers thirteen to eleven. And now we're five and four. Now we're cooking with gas, baby. Uh, but then they'll lose forty four to ten to Baltimore. And Negi will talk about uh, hard times making them stronger, of course. And uh, from there, they'll beat all these kind of Lions and Vikings type teams. And they'll lose to all the good teams like Seattle and Green Bay. But in the end, you're nine and eight. You make the playoffs, big parade, and uh, everybody's back for 2022.
6: Oh God, God, no, no, no!
4: I'm with Lila. Um, I think they're coming back. They're That's not because you want to cause trouble.
5: That's the only reason you said that.
4: Here's my got thing that, You got
5: that. that punchable look on your face right now,
4: Don. Uh, go ahead, Tony.
3: I, I don't think the McCaskies can look Ryan Pace in his face and fire him. I think he has this type of kind of pseudo, like Jedi mind trick. You're not going to fire me. You don't want to fire me. Dude. You don't want to fire me. He was like, "No. No, no, Ryan, I don't want to fire you. You're not going to fire Matt Nagy either." I guess it's you're not right. a
5: bad pace. That's actually not a bad
4: pace. <laughs> to be honest, I I think he's there's still a, I think you got a contract extension. Like that's the thing. Like there was know. all this vagueness about how many years yeah. left was on were left on his deal, and it was like, oh, I don't think that's important to the. Yeah, I bet it's not important, Ryan, because every you know that you're gonna be here for a little while. You got to trade for a four quarterback. You got to trade future assets. When you weren't even like I. I think they were all coming back anyway. Like I think Nagy might be the one that gets fired, but like, here's my thing. Our that would be incredible,
5: by the way. I, I want to hear what you have to say, but that would be amazing. That would be. Like a Las Vegas magician level trick if Pace can fire Negi but keep his own job. That would be I I would be amazed. I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be impressed. Go ahead, Russ.
4: I was just going to say our demo is growing of our podcast. And I want to thank all the lovely listeners for tuning in each week. Um, What? Tony, is that you?
3: Yes, that was me. That was me being a bad producer.
4: Oh my gosh,
5: what are you doing? Watching TikTok videos while he's trying to talk and he's literally thanking the customers.
3: <laughs>
5: oh my Thanks guys for
3: God. listening. Appreciate it.
5: Um, Russ is yeah, thanking the customers directly and Tony is like, you know, watching videos on his phone. Go ahead.
4: I was going to say our listenership has grown and because of that, I think we should dramatically cut back on Bear's talk because yeah. we're going to get sad and turn us off.
5: I thought you say we should cut back on Tony talk.
4: That too. <laughs> that too. That's every week. Basketball season has started, and I'm really excited about that. Tony, I know, is also really excited about that. And Jason and Layla, I know you guys also enjoy the NBA. Um, I have an issue though, and I think the New Orleans Pelicans have an issue. So Zion Williamson has been out with a foot injury and has not been able to play or practice at all this season. Yeah. Um, but there was a report that came out last week that Zion Williamson hit 300 pounds over the off season. Now, as we all know, this was the biggest concern when he was drafted number one overall two years ago. He just has a body type that can easily put on weight. And I really think that this is a really big problem. No pun intended. Russ, um, <laughs> like to be fair, he he doesn't look a
5: pound over two ninety five to me.
4: The 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 if you if you guys want to know how Zion looks, look up the side by side photo of his twenty nineteen media media day after he got drafted. Yeah, Oh uh, he looks slim, in shape, muscular, oh, and yeah, then look more at the
5: slim. He looks like a statue. Oh my god! Right, he
4: looks like a chiseled uh statue. Yes. And then look at the one he just did from a couple of weeks ago. He looks doughy and pudgy and the chain around his neck looks like it's choking him because it's (laughs) tight. And and honestly, like, I don't want to shit on the dude for for being chubby, because as a former fat person, like, I understand how that goes. And it's tough. But my issue here is I wasn't an athlete with millions of dollars. And had a team backing me up and could go on a workout. Like, I had to do all that for free yeah. by myself. One I, had a team the, betting their future on you. Right. The Pelicans can be like, yo, here's the chef. Right. Get in the gym. And, like, you, you have to know when you draft him, like, hey, this guy has a body type that can put on got to help him. Really, right. we have to help him. He's but our future. He, you can't let him get to 300 pounds. He does like, not. That seems irresponsible on everybody's part. It is. And uh,
5: it's like the same thing that always happens to them. Nothing ever works out for them. And they're like the bears of the NBA and all the good players they have immediately want out. Like he wanted out as soon as he got drafted there, it seemed like. And uh, although he's kind of going the James Harden way of like, hey, I'll lose all this weight after you trade for me. Um, He looks he doesn't look like he's been eating a bunch of beignets. He looks like he currently is. His face <laughs> looks like there are beignets in his cheeks, like <laughs> he ben, is he's just beignet. kind of pushing to the sides to take a picture real quick and smile.
6: I just found the picture. It took me that long to find it, and you guys are one hundred percent correct. Like the arms are just incredibly it, different. It, his, com, just, his
3: his commercial yeah. was exactly His Mountain Dew commercial was Zach Levine. Just, I'm pretty sure his agent and the New Orleans pelicans organization didn't appreciate uh that visual uh here's this extremely fit basketball player in zach levine and here's right. new look zion williams sitting, like yeah. in a mountain dew commercial with a bowl full of chips in front of him
6: i it will was... say this <laughs> isn't Joel and bead a part of mountain dew commercials joelle i drink shirley temples by the pound mm-hmm. Embiid, bead and yeah. those things have like 945
4: grams of sugar a pop or
6: something, so yeah. I mean, I, I Joel had that you.
4: issue as well, and yeah. Joel's had, but Joel's also like a seven footer, so it the, the weight is distributed yeah. differently. Zion yeah. is 6'5, and like you, like we saw, all saw we all laugh and joke about Charles Barkley, like it's the same thing, or Larry Johnson back in the day, like who I think he most Kemp. resembled, yeah. Like you, you had guys have certain body types where it's like yo if i'm not on my grind for for two three months i've put on 30 pounds all of a sudden and for him it looked he was already what 265 270 but with muscle and it was lean now he looks like 290, 300 plus and all that muscle has gone away so yeah. i think this is a big problem And for a guy who's now had multiple foot issues that's that's really bad for a guy who we think could, could have or could still be featured in the NBA.
6: The the foot problem is the biggest problem here. That's it. You wouldn't be talking about his weight if it didn't affect how he's moving. And, right. and a big guy with foot problems in NBA terms is a problem.
3: But I think you can go into just his low, all of his injuries have been lower extremity injuries. His MCL, the foot, and the, the wild thing, the secret foot surgery he had, that nobody knew about until media day. Like all of this is going bad. And I think it has been reported from what I read that his, him and his family, they don't really like new Orleans and um, didn't want to go there and kind of want out. But yeah, new Orleans, the Pelicans aren't just going to let the number one overall pick the guy that they plan to build around, just go away. But he may be, if it's possible, I don't know if it's possible. I've never seen it done. The only like star rookie to turn down the mega rookie extension. I don't, he can't he's not gonna like, do that. I mean, Jason, he, he doesn't care about being there. You think a guy cares that lets himself get to that weight at that sport? You think he cares about his organization or that team?
5: I think you could pay him enough for him to care. Those guys, it, it, you're pretty much set six or seven years with whatever team drafts you if you're
6: good. Well, uh, I think your biggest argument for that is how he looked at, you know, when he was in college and at that first media day in 2019. Clearly, when he was motivated, that's what he looked like. But he was also no. younger, too. It gets harder as you get older. I don't care what age He's you are. He's not old. Layla, come it gets hard
4: at the age of 22 years old, Layla. <laughs> I'm
6: for you. me, like, hey, all I would say, all I'm trying to say is as a former uh, thicker than I am now, thick person that, you know, it gets harder as you get older. It, it doesn't matter. Like teenager, you're still burning the most amount of calories per day.
4: Okay, I, agree. I agree with you. I agree. This is job. I, yeah, that's that's thing. Like, his job is
5: to. My job is to
6: I'm not always good at it. But yes, I agree. With he
5: you. he ended up in the worst possible city. If you're someone that's an eater, and as
4: we as we found out,
5: all the food is, is amazing, and it's not none of it's good for you at all. None of it, not. not the funniest at all.
4: part of this entire conversation was Jason saying Zion looked like a beignet, <laughs> <laughs> like he's a walking beignet. <laughs> I don't. I, that's not what I said, but I like that
5: better. No, you he said better. it now. He
4: is a. Walking yeah, no, no, that beignet. was good. That was good. I like that. No, um, he looks like he has them in his cheeks. No rolling them away for later. NBA 75 list came out for the 75th anniversary of the NBA. Uh there were some snubs. Some people were not excited about it. Yeah, let's one scream being, about it.
5: Let's do it. Let's all yell at each other about it. That's what everyone
4: else is doing, right? I don't I don't want to scream. I don't want to scream about it. The only there were some I snubs, do. one of them being Bernard King, who is what I don't care what that dumbass list says. He's one of the best 75 players in the history of the game, right? Um Clay Thompson took offense to being left off not sure. only as a 75 but the 76 cuz there was a tie at the bottom where mm-hmm. James Worthy got on and James Worthy deserves to be on that list but I'll say this Clay was just like yo I can't believe people left me off of this list uh m- people must not respect winning or what I've brought to the table but not only did he say that he went to sleep Woke up and was like, "Hell no, nah, I'm still man. I yeah. can't believe y'all kept me off of this list." And damn it, I'm gonna tell y'all about it. Like, I love Klay Thompson. I think everybody loves Klay Thompson. But the fact that he was openly upset about not being on that list when I will, I think we can all admit he should be on there. Um, Who
5: taking out? It was fun. Yeah, that's the thing is yeah, you, can't, you can't have 95 guys on the 75 can I, can, list.
4: Can we? Can we keep it a buck? I think we are all big basketball fans. I don't like the fact that like half the list is Boston Celtics. Mm. Yeah. I think we need to look at that. Great. And I like, I'm not going to say no names, but there's some dudes on that list. And you're like, mm, he could probably come out. Or if you didn't play against black people, I have a hard time being like, mm, you should be on this list. And Clay Thompson, who is a top four shooter in the history of basketball should not be on this. You
3: know How many times
6: has Dwight Howard been the Defensive Player of the Year in oh, the yeah.
3: NBA? That Dwight Howard's That Dwight was my big case. One. And people- it's, it's asinine that Dwight isn't on this list.
6: Yeah, that was that was mine. And Dwight didn't have the best seventy-two hours, now, did he?
3: Dwight uh, uh,
6: shoving no, he Anthony not.
5: Davis, and what, yeah, what else did he do? I only heard I, about the I shoving Anthony. This, Davis. These guys I do not like about- Dwight Howard, by the way. So you've definitely brought up a good topic for them.
4: Oh, I well, I like Dwight in as a basketball player, and, and I agree, with Tony. He should have been on this list. But I know this what this is not why him and Anthony Davis got into a shoving match. But I do like the idea that Anthony Davis was like, "Hey, man, I made the top 75. You did You suck," <laughs> <laughs> and Dwight was like, "Who are you talking to? Like,
5: I'm
2: not into this
6: in game."
4: I'm up- with you. I, I want to pretend that was the reason.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna in my the way I tell this to my kids will be that that was the reason.
6: I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was part of the thing that was said. I wouldn't be surprised at <laughs> or, all.
3: Or, or Dwight You're just You
4: non-75 list off here, boy.
6: And
2: you should or, have been or, on the yes, 75 yes. List.
4: Well, I don't want to turn this into the Lakers pod, but, like, the Lakers haven't been playing well, and Anthony Davis hasn't looked like himself. So Dwight okay. could have been like, Dwight seems like the petty guy, would have been like, hey, you top 75, right? Play like it. <laughs> and AD was like, hey, yes. who you talking to?
5: Um, I that would happen. that would happen in the NBA. Houston,
6: and yes, I could see him doing that. Yes, yes
4: Layla, you're right.
5: Uh, this would I happen gonna... in the NBA. This would not happen in the other sports. But the NBA is a a place where they would talk about this and get upset about this. Like they do the top 100 football players every year. And I don't I don't think any of those guys really care about it either way. Like there... there's no but in the NBA, like this would be important. This would be a big deal.
2: Because well, I there's... think
6: it's the idea there's of the legitimacy, later. isn't it? Like. NBA players consider NBA honors legitimate. I don't know that NFL players necessarily do. Well, I was going to
4: say, like, there are fewer guys that get to play in the NBA, right? Like, there's 53 guys on each NFL roster. There's 13 on each NBA bench. So, I can imagine, like...
3: And the the attention is skewed in the NFL, where there could be the the greatest football player could be a left guard, and we would not care about it if that was true or not. Because well, also the attention skews towards aren't.
5: teams rather than players. Yeah. And in the NBA, you're, if you're a star player, you're your own entity. You can go to whatever team you want and make that team good. LeBron well, could sign tomorrow with Sacramento and make them good.
6: But also, and I mean, Jason is a football writer. You know this. Like I say the legitimacy piece of it, knowing that Drew Pearson was on the all-decade team, but it took hell and high water to get him into the Hall of Fame. It doesn't make any sense. So that's kind of where I start with the, with the NFL honors and NBA is just more fair when it comes to this type of stuff.
4: Uh, the Lakers have also looked really old. <laughs> and when you have one of the oldest rosters in NBA history, I think that's going to happen. But one of the funniest things that happened over the weekend, uh, the Lakers were playing the Phoenix Suns and LeBron got into a little, uh, verbal altercation with one former bull campaign. Uh, Now, Cam's been known to talk a little trash a little bit. He did it on the Bulls when he looked like one of the worst players in the NBA. But he got to Phoenix, found a nice little home, found a role for himself, and it looked okay. So him and LeBron are going at it. And there's a clip of LeBron on the bench saying, All right, now stay humble, bro. Stay humble. You, you were sitting at home a year and a half ago. Now you want to pop off? <laughs> Come on, don't do that. And I love LeBron for that because he's absolutely right. I love Penny LeBron. Was, Yes, it's the best. I love,
3: I still think that his quote after they lost in the finals in Miami, where he's like, oh. All those people that hate on me, that talk about me, they got to go home to their regular lives. I'm right. going to go home. <laughs> y'all, still broke, a, y'all still y'all broke still,
4: as hell. <laughs> I love yes.
3: that quote. It's the greatest quote of all time.
4: I, But, yeah, it was great. Like, <laughs> LeBron, greatest player, one of the top two players of all time. And come there, hey, man. Like, I, I see you doing your thing, but, like, don't don't talk trash now because your ass is at home and a free agent in two weeks.
2: So chill out with that.
6: But I, I agree with you. Like, if are on the same court, the idea that he shouldn't be bothered or shouldn't, like, come on. Like, you're on the I, same court. Like, you're on the same yeah. league. And, like, campaigns just out here living his best life. Yeah, and Tank I feel Commander, that too. Tank Commander went to the finals, dude. Salute campaign. Like he taught us all a lesson. And I don't I don't mind that LeBron was was having I think some fun with it. And like Yeah, I think is, it was I think
4: it was more fun than anything else.
6: Is it because we in Chicago appreciate every piece of Michael Jordan that we're like, yeah, give us more petty LeBron?
4: Yeah, I'm I'm with that. I'm yeah, with that. Also, too. like I think I saw some people like. Like you said, like wanting to hate on LeBron for that, and I'm just like, are we at this point with the LeBron hate where he can't even talk trash back to other people without people getting mad at him?
6: They they treat him like a politician who's like above, yeah. Le- like right. They're like, you're on an ivory tower. You can't react to. Everything. You're
4: punching down, LeBron. Like, like yeah, come on.
3: He's a professional
2: athlete.
6: Like, this is a game.
3: Has there ever been an ebony tower? There should be. What is that? Where is that even referencing? The ivory tower.
6: <laughs> I just start laughing because Russ starts laughing.
4: I just, Tony, what does your mind go, man?
5: Russ, would you like to hear the news that we didn't get to? Absolutely. Russ, uh, Layla's new here, so I'll explain to her. Layla, this is a show where you can get everything you need. I mean, we do a lot of nonsense, but then we will catch you up. At the very end, we will make sure you're caught up on all of the actual important news. We turn into like CNN at the end. Not CNN, but like a good news channel. Uh, The Blackhawks set the NHL record by going six games without even having a lead. Not just winning, but they have gone 360 minutes, 57 seconds as of this recording, without even having a lead. And yeah. uh, in their loss to the Red Wings on Sunday, the fans were chanting, let's go Red Wings and fire Colleton. They are awful. In baseball, we have a World Series. Finally, we do. it's Braves and Astros.
4: Russ, who you got? Uh, by this time, they will have played two of the games uh, by the time this yeah. comes out. Well, make a prediction blind. Come on, man. I'm feeling the Astros, and I think they're going to win it all. Um, the thing I love about, and we have our, our resident Texan in the building, Layla Rahimi. Hi. I, th- I think uh, baseball needs a good villain. And there's something I like about having the Astros in the World Series coming off of the cheating scandal because now it's just like, yep, y'all were mad that we were cheating and we yep. got to the World Series. Now we're potentially not cheating and we're in the World Series, despite what Ryan Tapera says. <laughs> so- Ryan Tapera might be right though, still. I'm not letting go of that. Um
5: yeah, I like uh uh who who's the guy that does the point at his watch thing. Is it Correa or Carlos Correa? Uh, Correa? So uh who there was a Boston pitcher. Boy, I have known none of the names of this story that Eduardo I like to so Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Thank you. He was mocking him by doing it, and Correa said after the game, no, I like that. We need more of that in baseball. And he's so right. That's what they have in basketball that makes it more dramatic in a good way that makes everybody want to watch it.
6: I think the difference, though, in basketball, though, is that it's based on, like, styles of play and, like, previous games that happened, whereas in baseball, this is about them not getting punished for cheating appropriately. Yeah.
4: I'll take it either way, though. I like the drama. I like the drama. I like I think it adds an interesting element to mm-hmm. a World Series where their opponent is a team that people are very surprised has gotten there without yep. their best player uh in the Atlanta Braves. But I think it's also an, a cool story. Freddie Freeman, one of the best players we've had in the game for a while, gets to go to the World Series finally. Um Dusty Baker, who started his career with the Atlanta Braves, playing with Hank Aaron, uh and debuted against the Astros. He's hmm. now the manager of the Astros against the Braves in the World Series. I think that's a cool storyline. So, yeah, it should be uh, pretty exciting. Are they still doing the, the tomahawk chop? Are we Unfortunately, yes.
6: They're they, trying they, they, uh, to quit,
5: yeah, but it's hard. Go Astros. <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to quit, but it's hard, Tony. They need to do the, uh, the Papa John program to learn how to stop doing it. Um, but Tony, you love the Astros. Yes. Tony loves the Astros. Do you love the Astros for all of the reasons that the rest of us hate them?
3: Uh yeah, yeah. Um I don't think it's cheating. I think they found a loophole and it baseball just oozes uh hurt feelings everything. Uh because I think if other teams would have thought of it first, they would have absolutely would have done it. Um and it's like it's so weird. It's like hey guys, could you stop knowing what I'm going to throw? It, it, please.
2: Like, <laughs> like no, that was your that worst. Your mix up,
3: done. mix up your signage. Get more complicated. Like it's weird. It's like we're I, all I looking at you. <laughs>
4: we're all Tony, looking at you, Tony. I get what you're saying, and I agree with about eighty percent of that. I think there is a gamesmanship of sign stealing when there's yes. electronics and cameras involved. Though, yes, I, I think that does cross the line. Nah, I don't. Yes, yes. Though. I Technology. think like if you. Were, I think if we were putting down signs and I you're just bad at it and I know a fastball's coming here, that's on you, right? That's how, how come you, they
3: just don't have earpieces. That's All been the case for like hundred years.
4: NFL. This is not the CIA, Tony. Like, it's just like baseball. The
3: quarterbacks they have earpieces where they, they are letting the, the where the offensive coordinator is talking to the quarterback to figure out what plays are next. How come the pitchers don't have earpieces with the managers, with the pitching coach, with people telling him what to do next? That way, it's not even, it even handsome. It. It's just strictly verbal. Uh,
5: Layla, who do you want to win this World Series?
6: <laughs> I just love baseball Tony because that's a new wrinkle since I haven't worked with him anymore that I know you guys have helped cultivate. and uh, I Baseball
5: Tony is super uninformed.
6: I, I know, but I, I like the, uh, I just like Tony plus baseball equals baseball Fun. Tony. Yeah. Uh, who do I like just in the, the World Fun. Series? Y'all are going to think I'm crazy give me the Braves okay I think that mm-hmm. the Dodgers were better than the Red Sox and I think that the Braves have a better starting pitching staff
5: all right we'll okay. find out uh NFL reporter Andrea Kramer from NFL Network Amazon where else is she she's everywhere man HBO I think uh, mm-hmm. she got in touch with uh, she got in touch with John Gruden We had for a week we had Tony doing a John Gruden impersonation, but it was right before all this happened. Layla, now we now we can't do it anymore. Uh, John Gruden's only comment was the truth will come out, although I feel like it already did. That's what the emails were.
6: I really hope he's talking about Dan Snyder.
4: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I I think that means it wasn't just me wilding those emails. It was a lot of people, and those are gonna come out. Everybody else will look bad too, not just me.
2: I uh, hope so.
5: Megan the Stallion, yes, has, sir. <laughs> she's become a new fascination of mine. Um, she now has <laughs> does her own. Does
4: Ashley? Does Ashley know?
5: Exactly. Well, we haven't discussed it. We probably Tony, will after this Tony, episode drops. Tony, Tony, bleep that out, bro. Help our guy. No, I'll leave it in. It's fine. Uh, anyway, she now has her own sauce at Popeye's called Hottie Sauce. Russ, are you going to try Megan's Hottie Sauce?
4: I mean, if she gives me an opportunity. <laughs> <laughs>
3: ah. Jason's boy uh, might not like that, though. Who party? Party Fontaine. Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah,
5: party Fontaine. <laughs> I, yeah, we don't need that, Russ. We don't need beef between you and Party Fontaine, please. No. Nah, uh, and Ooh, finally, Russ, scientists in Australia are fighting an outbreak and trying to formulate an effective vaccine for it. But it's not COVID and it's not humans. It turns out that chlamydia is running rampant in the koala population in Australia.
2: Oh. As Tony oh. likes to say,
5: these these koalas have been a little too wild out in the streets. Yo, the koala being getting it popping, I see. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. And to their detriment, uh, a 2019 study showed that 50% of koalas in this uh, area that they sample tested had chlamydia. And uh, Tony, why don't you uh, educate us a little bit on koala cl- chlamydia.
0: And now, Tony Gill reads...
3: Hey guys, thanks for bringing me back. Layla, again, nice to meet you. You've been great all show. I've been tuning in. Definitely appreciate you. All right, from NBC News, chlamydia can be deadly for the animals. It causes complications similar to those in humans if left untreated, including pink eye, genital pain, discharge, and cysts.
6: And what? Cysts. Oh.
4: Yeah. I
3: think
6: this is all bad. I got a question for y'all. Sure. How did they find out that the koalas had chlamydia? It's
5: a good question. Ooh, that was not in the story that I read. I don't know. I don't
6: Is know. That...
3: Somebody caught it from a koala. Maybe they were all walking funny. Mm-hmm. Tony, stop. I'm mm-hmm. not...
6: Jason, no. nobody no. heard that except me.
3: Uh, but what, what
5: Tony, Tony said just said? I said? I did you hear what
6: Jason just said? Mine was Those a
5: scientific are... possibility. Tony said something horrible.
6: He goes, were they all walking funny?
5: That's not the worst theory. How is that worse than what
4: Tony just said? I think the two of you hang out too much, and that's why we're getting this. Can we end the show, please? Well, I hope you're listening to this, Russ. The vaccine
5: is in phase three, and the results are promising. This is good. So, And now this month, they're testing it on 400 koalas. So 200 will get the shot, and 200 will be in the test group. I'd rather be in the group that got the shot. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, 200 koalas have elected that they want to be vaccinated for this, and 200 are
4: anti-vax koalas.
2: <laughs> On that note,
4: I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's episode of Sports Adjacent.
2: Take With it
4: off. Take it off. Tony, take it off. stop it.
2: This is With, not
3: a TV show. This is not Jerry Springer, bro yeah
5: stop it Stop! Also, also nobody knows that he just took his hoodie off except for nobody russ. knows oh he knows that <laughs> let me we'll uh paint a visual thing. for you guys uh russ has gotten a bit sweaty recording this podcast and uh <laughs> unzipped his hoodie <laughs> wow, wow. and stripped it right off to show his bare arms mom
6: i'm sorry
5: i'm sorry my friends are <laughs> like no <laughs> <that. laughs> and uh and this uh this undressing has caught the attention of Tony Gill. Wow. <laughs>
3: wow.
5: <laughs> can I Tony, can I get to our
3: sponsors, please? Oh, I'm sure I'm sure they want to sponsor all of that. Russ has stripped off
5: his uh, clothing to reveal an obvious shirts shirt.
2: That that, I
6: that could have been construed as a really inappropriate comment. <laughs> I'm sure they want to sponsor all of that. <laughs>
4: <laughs> They're a clothing company. Uh, we wanna Thank our sponsor, Obvious Shirts. You can use our promo code adjacent Ten get 10% off free shipping on their website. Our collection's over there. We also want to thank BetUS. Log on to BetUS.com. Use promo code sportsadjacent to get 125% sign-up bonus after your first $50 deposit. Let them know you found them here. I want to say thanks to our friend Layla Rahimi, who I know we we're going to have on again. She yeah. is the best, and we really appreciate you being on, Layla.
6: Oh my God, I love you guys. Like, I appreciate oh, all three of your works. Work. Even Tony? I tried.
4: Yeah, I was about to say, even Tony.
5: All three.
6: Yeah.
5: Of being polite, I get it.
6: Hey, man, I remember being very excited for young Tony Gill. He got the job at NBC Sports.
5: It's, you can, as uh, Russ and I have learned the hard way, you can like Tony, but um, not necessarily appreciate his work. <laughs> there you go.
2: As always,
4: make sure you go on and list check out the podcast, Apple Music, uh Spotify, Stitcher if you're over there. Uh give it 5 stars, leave a, a review, tell us We, we got to read family. those. There was uh well, let's do this before we wrap up the show. They're producing was, uh, there, Tony. Is, is this what no, you did on Lawrence's show? You just blurt yeah. things out while he's blurt talking shit yeah, all, it, all the time. Yeah. We should do that. There's a good all one where we're, we have 76 ratings over there. Somebody says, up and coming pod, a few, maybe just two friends talking about, <laughs> maybe just two. They say it's me and Jason who are friends <laughs> and you are not. Uh, talking about whatever is going on in the world and sometimes sports. A lot of common comical moments. Great listen. Well-produced, kind of. <laughs> they, give you shots in these, they give you shots in these reviews, Tony. Uh, worth your time. Put this pod in your rotation. You will not be sorry. It's like being in a conversation with your friends, talking about nonsense for the most part. And if you have no friends, then listen to the pod so you can get a taste of what it's like to have I love that, that. one. That's my you favorite guys, one. You guys keep up the good work. I appreciate that one. That's that's a good one. I think that's a good one. That's, to the, on. that's my favorite one. Leave core views like that, and we will maybe read them on the end of the podcast. Yeah. All wow.
6: right. I, love it. I see him on occasionally.
4: Yes. <laughs> yes. For Russ Dorsey, Jason Leisure, Tony Gill, and the lovely Layla Rahimi, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sports
3: Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms.
1: I'm very much adjacent. For a couple of hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James?
4: You adjacent to the mother